Sections 30 to 43 of The Life of Antony. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Matthew James Gray. The Life of Antony by Athanasius, translated by H. Ellishaw. So then, we ought to fear God only, and despise the demons, and be in no fear of them. But the more they do these things, the more let us intensify our discipline against them, for a good life and faith in God is a great weapon. At any rate, they fear the fasting, the sleeplessness, the prayers, the meekness, the quietness, the contempt of money and vainglory, the humility, the love of the poor, the alms, the freedom from anger of the ascetics, and chief of all, their piety toward Christ. Wherefore they do all things that they may not have any that trample on them, knowing the grace given to the faithful against them by the Saviour, when he says, Behold, I have given to you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and upon all the power of the enemy. Luke 10 verse 19 Wherefore, if they pretend to foretell the future, let no one give heed, for often they announce beforehand that the brethren are coming days after, and they do come. The demons, however, do this not from any care for the hearers, but to gain their trust, and that then, at length, having got them in their power, they may destroy them. Whence, we must give no heed to them, but ought rather to confute them when speaking, since we do not need them. For what wonder is it, if, with more subtle bodies than men have, when they have seen them start on their journey, they surpass them in speed and announce their coming? Just as a horseman, getting a start of a man on foot, announces the arrival of the latter beforehand, so in this there is no need for us to wonder at them. For they know none of those things which are not yet in existence, but God only is he who knows all things before their birth. But these, like thieves, running off first with what they see, proclaim it. To how many already have they announced our business, that we are assembled together, and discuss measures against them, before any one of us could go and tell these things? This, in good truth, a fleet-footed boy could do, getting far ahead of one less swift. But what I mean is this, if any one begins to walk from the Thebade, or from any other district, before he begins to walk, they do not know whether he will walk. But when they have seen him walking, they run on, and before he comes up, report his approach. And so it falls out that after a few days the travellers arrive, and often the walkers turn back, and the demons prove false. So too, with the respect to the water of the river, they sometimes make foolish statements. Having seen that there has been much rain in the regions of Ethiopia, and knowing that they are the cause of the flood of the river before the water has come to Egypt, they run on and announce it. And this men could have told, if they had as great power of running as the demons. And as David's spy, Second Samuel 18 verse 24, going up to a lofty place, saw the man approaching better than one who stayed down below, and the forerunner himself announced, before the others came up, not those things which had not taken place, but those things which were already on the way and were being accomplished. So these also prefer to labour, 
and declare what is happening to others simply for the sake of deceiving them. If, however, Providence meantime plans anything different for the waters or wayfarers, for Providence can do this, the demons are deceived, and those who gave heed to them cheated. Thus in days gone by arose the oracles of the Greeks, and thus they were led astray by the demons. But thus also, thenceforth, their deception was brought to an end by the coming of the Lord, who brought to naught the demons and their devices. For they know nothing of themselves but, like thieves, what they get to know from others they pass on, and guess at rather than foretell things. Therefore, if sometimes they speak the truth, let no one marvel at them for this. For experienced physicians also, since they see the same malady in different people, often foretell what it is, making it out by their acquaintance with it. Pilots, too, and farmers, from their familiarity with the weather, tell at a glance the state of the atmosphere, and forecast whether it will be stormy or fine. And no one would say that they do this by inspiration, but from experience and practice. So if the demons sometimes do the same by guesswork, let no one wonder at it or heed them. For what use to the hearers is it to know from them what is going to happen before the time? Or what concern have we to know such things, even if the knowledge be true? For it is not productive of virtue, nor is it any token of goodness. For none of us is judged for what he knows not, and no one is called blessed because he has learning and knowledge. But each one will be called to judgment in these points, whether he have kept the faith and truly observed the commandments. Wherefore there is no need to set much value on these things, nor for the sake of them to practice a life of discipline and labour, but that living well we may please God, and we neither ought to pray to know the future, nor to ask for it as the reward of our discipline, but our prayer should be that the Lord may be our fellow helper for victory over the devil. And if even once we have a desire to know the future, let us be purer in mind, for I believe that if a soul is perfectly pure, and in its natural state, it is able, being clear-sighted, to see more and further than the demons. For it has the Lord who reveals to it, like the soul of Elisha, which saw what was done. Second Kings 5 verse 26 by Gehazi, and beheld the hosts. Second Kings 6 verse 17, standing on its side. When, therefore, they come by night to you and wish to tell the future, or say, We are the angels, give no heed, for they lie. Yea, even if they praise your discipline and call you blessed, hear them not, and have no dealings with them, but rather sign yourselves and your houses and pray, and you shall see them vanish. For they are cowards, and greatly fear the sign of the Lord's cross, since of a truth in it the Saviour stripped them, and made an example of them. Colossians 2, verse 15. But if they shamelessly stand their ground, capering and changing their forms of appearance, fear them not, nor shrink, nor heed them as though they were good spirits. For the presence either of the good or evil by the help of God can easily be distinguished. The vision of the holy ones is not fraught with distraction. For they will not strive, nor cry, nor shall anyone hear their voice but it comes so quietly and gently that immediately joy, gladness, and courage arise in the soul. For the Lord who is our joy is with them and the power of God the Father. And the thoughts of the soul remain unruffled and undisturbed 
so that it, enlightened as it were with rays, beholds by itself those who appear. For the love of what is divine and of the things to come possesses it, and willingly it would be wholly joined with them if it could depart along with them. But if, being men, some fear the vision of the good, those who appear immediately take fear away, as Gabriel, Luke 1, verse 13, did in the case of Zechariah, and as the angel, Matthew 28, verse 5, did who appeared to the women at the Holy Sepulchre, and as he did who said to the shepherds in the gospel, Fear not. For their fear arose not from timidity, but from the recognition of the presence of superior beings. Such, then, is the nature of the visions of the Holy Ones. But the inroad and the display of the evil spirits is fraught with confusion, with din, with sounds and cryings, such as the disturbance of boorish youths or robbers would occasion, from which arise fear in the heart, tumult, and confusion of thought, dejection, hatred towards them who live a life of discipline, indifference, grief, remembrance of kinsfolk and fear of death, and finally desire of evil things, disregard of virtue, and unsettled habits. Whenever, therefore, you have seen aught and are afraid, if your fear is immediately taken away, and in place of it comes joy unspeakable, cheerfulness, courage, renewed strength, calmness of thought, and all those I named before, boldness and love toward God, take courage and pray. For joy and a settled state of soul show the holiness of him who is present. Thus Abraham, beholding the Lord, rejoiced, John 8, verse 56. So also, John Luke 1, verse 41, at the voice of Mary, the God-bearer, leapt for gladness. But if at the appearance of any there is confusion, knocking without, worldly display, threats of death, and the other things which I have already mentioned, know that it is an onslaught of evil spirits. And let this also be a token for you. Whenever the soul remains fearful, there is a presence of the enemies. For the demons do not take away the fear of their presence, as the great archangel Gabriel did for Mary and Zacharias, and as he did, who appeared to the women at the tomb. But rather, whenever they see men afraid, they increase their delusions, that men may be terrified the more. And at last, attacking, they mock them, saying, Fall down and worship. Thus they deceived the Greeks, and thus by them they were considered gods, falsely so called. But the Lord did not suffer us to be deceived by the devil, for he rebuked him whenever he framed such delusions against him, saying, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Matthew 4, verse 10. And more and more, therefore, let the deceiver be despised by us, for what the Lord has said, this for our sakes he has done, that the demons hearing like words from us may be put to flight through the Lord who rebuked them in those words. And it is not fitting to boast at the castings forth of the demons, nor to be uplifted by the healing of diseases, nor is it fitting that he who casts out devils should alone be highly esteemed, while he who casts them not out should be considered naught. But let a man learn the discipline of each one, and either imitate, rival, or correct it. For the working of signs is not ours, but the Saviour's work, 
And so he said to his disciples, Rejoice not that the demons are subject to you, but that your names are written in the heavens. Luke 10 verse 20 For the fact that our names are written in heaven is a proof of our virtuous life, but to cast out demons is a favour of the Saviour who granted it. Wherefore, to those who boasted in signs but not in virtue, and said, Lord, in your name did we not cast out demons, and in your name did many mighty works. Matthew 7 verse 22 He answered, Verily I say unto you, I know you not, for the Lord knows not the ways of the wicked. But we ought always to pray, as I said above, that we may receive the gift of discerning spirits, that, as it is written, 1 John 4 verse 1, we may not believe every spirit. I should have liked to speak no further, and to say nothing from my own promptings, satisfied with what I have said. But lest you should think that I speak at random, and believe that I detail these things without experience or truth, for this cause, even though I should become as a fool, yet the Lord who hears knows the clearness of my conscience, and that it is not for my own sake, but on account of your affection towards me, and at your petition, that I again tell what I saw of the practices of evil spirits. How often they have called me blessed, and I have cursed them in the name of the Lord. How often have they predicted the rising of the river, and I answered them, What have you to do with it? Once they came threatening, and surrounded me like soldiers in full armour. At another time they filled the house with horses, wild beasts, and creeping things, and I sang, Some in chariots, and some in horses, but we will boast in the name of the Lord our God. And at the prayers they were turned to flight by the Lord. Once they came in darkness, bearing the appearance of a light, and said, We have come to give you light, Antony. But I closed my eyes and prayed, and immediately the light of the wicked ones was quenched. And a few months after they came as though singing psalms and babbling the words of Scripture. But I, like a deaf man, heard not. Once they shook the cell with an earthquake, but I continued praying with unshaken heart. And after this they came again making noises, whistling and dancing. But as I prayed and lay singing psalms to myself, they immediately began to lament and weep, as if their strength had failed them. But I gave glory to the Lord, who had brought down and made an example of their daring and madness. Once a demon exceeding high appeared with pomp, and dared to say, I am the power of God, and I am providence, what do you wish that I shall give you? But I then so much the more breathed upon him, and spoke the name of Christ, and set about to smite him. And I seemed to have smitten him, and immediately he, big as he was, together with all his demons, disappeared at the name of Christ. At another time, while I was fasting, he came full of craft, under the semblance of a monk, with what seemed to be loaves, and gave me counsel, saying, Eat and cease from your many labours. Thou also art a man, and art like to fall sick. But I, perceiving his device, rose up to pray, and he endured it not, for he departed and through the door there seemed to go out, as it were, smoke. How often in the desert has he displayed what resembled gold, that I should only touch it and look on it? But I sang psalms against him, and he vanished away. Often they would beat me with stripes, and I repeated again and again, Nothing shall separate me from the love of Christ. Romans 8 verse 35 And at this they rather fell to beating one another. 
nor was it I that stayed them and destroyed their power, but it was the Lord who said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Luke 10, verse 18. But I, children, mindful of the apostles' words, transferred, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 6, this to myself, that you might learn not to faint in discipline, nor to fear the devil, nor the delusions of the demons. And since I have become a fool in detailing these things, receive also as an aid to your safety and fearlessness. And believe me, for I do not lie. Once someone knocked at the door of my cell, and going forth I saw one who seemed of great size and tall. Then when I inquired, Who are you? He said, I am Satan. Then when I said, Why are you here? He answered, Why do the monks and all others blame me undeservedly? Why do they curse me hourly? Then I answered, Wherefore do you trouble them? He said, I am not he who troubles them, but they trouble themselves, for I have become weak. Have they not read? The swords of the enemy have come to an end, and you have destroyed the cities? I have no longer a place, a weapon, a city. The Christians are spread everywhere, and at length even the desert is filled with monks. Let them take heed to themselves, and let them not curse me undeservedly. Then I marvelled at the grace of the Lord, and said to him, You who art ever a liar, and never speakest the truth, this at length, even against your will you have truly spoken. For the coming of Christ has made you weak, and he has cast you down and stripped you. But he, having heard the Saviour's name, and not being able to bear the burning from it, vanished. If, therefore, the devil himself confesses that his power is gone, we ought utterly to despise both him and his demons. And since the enemy with his hounds has but devices of this sort, we, having got to know their weaknesses, are able to despise them. Wherefore, let us not despond after this fashion, nor let us have a thought of cowardice in our heart, nor frame fears for ourselves, saying, I am afraid lest a demon should come and overthrow me lest he should lift me up and cast me down, or lest, rising against me on a sudden, he confound me. Such thoughts let us not have in mind at all, nor let us be sorrowful as though we were perishing, but rather let us be courageous and rejoice always, believing that we are safe. Let us consider in our soul that the Lord is with us, who put the evil spirits to flight and broke their power. Let us consider and lay to heart that while the Lord is with us, our foes can do us no hurt. For when they come, they approach us in a form corresponding to the state in which they discover us, and adapt their delusions to the condition of mind in which they find us. If, therefore, they find us timid and confused, they immediately beset the place like robbers, having found it unguarded, and what we of ourselves are thinking they do and more also. For if they find us faint-hearted and cowardly, they mightily increase our terror by their delusions and threats, and with these the unhappy soul is thenceforth tormented. But if they see us rejoicing in the Lord, contemplating the bliss of the future, mindful of the Lord, deeming all things in his hand, and that no evil spirit has any strength against the Christian, nor any power at all over anyone, when they behold the soul fortified with these thoughts, they are discomfited and turned backwards. Thus the enemy, seeing Job fenced round with them, withdrew from him. But finding Judas unguarded, 
him he took captive. Thus, if we are wishful to despise the enemy, let us ever ponder over the things of the Lord, and let the soul ever rejoice in hope, and we shall see the snares of the demon are like smoke, and the evil ones themselves flee rather than pursue. For they are, as I said before, exceeding fearful, ever looking forward to the fire prepared for them. And for your fearlessness against them, hold this sure sign. Whenever there is an apparition, be not prostrate with fear, but whatsoever it be, first boldly asked, Who are you? And from whence do you come? And if it should be a vision of holy ones, they will assure you and change your fear into joy. But if the vision should be from the devil, immediately it becomes feeble, beholding your firm purpose of mind. For merely to ask, Who are you? Joshua 5 verse 13, And whence do you come? is a proof of coolness. By thus asking, the son of Nun learned who his helper was, nor did the enemy escape the questioning of Daniel. End of sections 30 to 43